This ain't parents at to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents at to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh. Hello and welcome to the Parenting with a Punch show. I am your host, Amanda Hool. I have a lovely guest here today, Rena Weiner. She is a former, um, well, sorry, excuse me. She is a patient advocacy coach, multi-book author, and a cancer patient in remission. Let's welcome Rena. How are you, Rena? I'm good. I am fine. Thank you. How are you today, Amanda? I'm good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. So talk to us about, so you, a multi-book author, your book that just recently came out. That is called Trust Your Doctor, but not that much. Be Your Own Best Healthcare Advocate. And that is really about asking a lot of questions, speaking up, asking for a second opinion when it's necessary, but being comfortable in the presence of your healthcare professional so that you get the best care that's available to you. And that's for big problems, little problems, just to make sure you are well-prepared and can get into an active discussion. So you know what's going on. Right, yeah. And, and I'm sure what led you to writing this book is, is being a, a cancer patient in remission, correct? It has. In addition, it has been my professional career, uh, which was as a pharmaceutical representative in oncology, mm-hmm. then as the national oncology trainer, then as a nursing instructor, and then, and then, and then, and then, yeah. and then I became, yeah, 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 you know, you keep going, well, that's yeah. life, you keep on keeping on, and right. then I became a patient, and that's been going on for quite a few years, been a lot of clinical trials, and, and, and it had a transplant, and here I am, imagine that. So, yeah, so God bless you, sis. I have trusted myself um, so that, like I said, I've been advocated and felt comfortable in the presence of the healthcare professional who is going to provide care for me. Right. I'm all about trust, Amanda, all about trust. Yeah. So being, I'm sure, you know, being able to um, sort of in that experience, being able to um, kind of put yourself in control, I would think, and and sort of just, Mm -hmm. or yeah, I guess control that, that, that's what you would say, but yeah, giving yourself, you know, the responsibility to kind of maybe ask the right questions and, um, you know, be your own advocate in, in, you know, in, in your relationship with your doctor. Is that kind of like a little bit about what you talk about in the book and just. Sure. Sure. You know that, yes, there's an element of trust that you need to have with your healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of it is realizing how important the conversation is to be, to do your research, to be prepared, not to be intimidated in their presence. And, you know, trust is, is essential um, to healing. It, it, it truly is. And, and trust is, goes across the board, not just some, I, you know, right now I'm talking about medicine, right to this i talked about in my very first book um called strong from the start raising confident and resilient kids 
and learning to trust yourself as a parent and learning to trust your kids. So, you know, it, it's, it's a, um, a trajectory. How about that? Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you have quite the experience, of course. So you've really been able to sort of, you know, weave in and out, you know, these, 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 this life journey and kind of put into practice what you preach. Right. Um, yeah, 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 I have, I have, I mean, kids are all grown up. And so now there's a totally different relationship. Of course. Yeah. But, but trusting them has helped them, I believe, become independent, responsible adults. And, uh, I'm sure you can talk about that. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, as you know, you know, being um, a parenting strategist and and working very closely with with parents um, and the children alike, you know, depending, of course, what the needs are with the family, um, is sort of like teaching parents to be able to take a step back and like relinquish control and trusting that their children are you know, making decisions based on like what's right for them. Um, and then, you know, and of course that, that varies with age. Um, but it's really being able to take a step back as the parent, I think, and allow the children, you know, especially in the younger years, um, to sort of like move through how they show up in the world. And like, as the parent, you're supposed to help them navigate and model those mm-hmm. appropriate um, sort of, you know, behaviors, you know, through communication, right? So communication is all forms, really. I mean, mm-hmm. through visual, through verbal, um, nonverbal communication, and just, you know, your energy, which I think is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, children really feed off of our energy. And, and again, I think that really comes back to, like, you know, your health, where, where like, in, in taking care of yourself and um, being able to, like, be present, um, sort of, like, through your process in parenting, um, which, because you're not just a parent, you're, you're a person, you know, I mean, you're, you're a wife, you're, you know, you're not, so I think it's just, in parenting, I think it just can get so, um, stressful, of course, and, and sort of, like, misconstrued, like, the role I feel, you know, and that's where I kind of see like a lot of the control. Um, Mm -hmm. You do, you do have to keep yourself healthy. There's no question about that because how can you do your best for your kids if you're not doing the best for yourself? You just really, you know, if you're really worn out, if you're really stressed out at work, whatever else is going in your life, financial problems, you know, all of that. Right. Um, Then that, does not support your, what can I say, your parenting. It doesn't right. support your parenting. And I know that, you know, there are some parents who have kids who have some medical needs, uh, others who do not, uh, right. and some parents who have medical needs themselves. Mm-hmm. And then are you addressing those or are you just so busy rushing around that you haven't taken the time? I mean, yesterday I had to pick up a prescription at the pharmacy and, I, you know, they staple the bag as if it's like a big secret thing, you know. Um, <laughs> right. But I always look. I look to see. And a friend of mine who um, has three kids had mm-hmm. said, when I come to pick up a prescription from uh, the kids, I always check to see it's the right drug that was ordered. But when I go for myself, I just run right out the door. And so 
How can that support your health? Right. Uh, which is necessary to supporting your kids. So I do think there's a really, a really big tie-in, really. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, right? Because consciously you're not even, like, you're not even thinking, you're, you're just, you're thinking about the kids. Like, you're not necessarily putting yourself first or thinking about yourself. Um, and that's something else I see uh, in the world of parenting is parents being able to um, recognize that they really have to put themselves in their relationship first. Like there's team A before team B. Um, And that I think I've seen has been a struggle for a lot of families. Um, It just makes me sad because I just feel like we have so much um, divorce and, and sort of like this, this, this tug of war. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it just, a lot of it, I, I think as a society, you know, I just have to pray that we're becoming a bit more conscious and taking care of our health and taking care of ourselves, you know, so we are better able to mm-hmm. show up as individuals and then which transcends into your parenting and all of your relationships. Oh, definitely. You know, I mean, if you're super stressed out, you haven't been sleeping, you're worried about this and that, you're not eating properly, you're not going to whatever exercise, either class or walking or whatever keeps your body tuned, yeah. I think, um, then your ability to parent effectively, you right. know, and sometimes when you have to say, no, I can't let you do this and that, when there's some discipline, for lack of a really better term, right. um, if you're like too tired, you're like, all right, just do it, just do it, just do it. I gotta lie down on the couch, and and oh, you know, once in a while, yeah, everybody kind of falls back into that. But right. on the whole, in in general, the more you are mentally and physically in good shape, mm. the more you can then communicate to the kids. Um, and like I said, learning to trust. I was really right. big on that when they were, especially when they were really little. Like making choices, you know, even like picking out little clothes that they were going to wear as long as soon as they could dress themselves. I didn't feel like I was in charge and we had a whole, a bit of, not a bit, but a morning regimen too. Yeah. Where they made their choices. They know I'm going to buy lunch, bring lunch. You might take a shower now. Just everything so that um, nothing that I felt was too much of a heavy responsibility for them, but enough of a responsibility so my take is that that really builds confidence. I and, agree. You know, sometimes your favorite shirt is in the washing machine. Oh, what am I going to do now? You know, no, a little. Right. Yeah. All, as you know, because this yes. is your field and you're an expert. Yep. <laughs> little steps, little steps, little steps until, you know, something bigger comes up. And they have had, you know, a little bit of adversity, just a little. Oh, I can't wear that shirt. I got to pick something else out. And then it it grows with time so that when right. the issues grow, they're able to handle them. And like I said, I think it's hard not to intervene because you want to make everything good and better and easy. Um, but you know, life is not easy. And right. so how then do you um, give your children the tools that they need to, you know, move on. Like I said, my kids are adults. They're like all grown up and gone and doing their thing. Yeah. Um, but there's, I, I hope um, that over time, 
that they have learned the lessons of resilience because I see with them, you know, that uh, they ain't coming home. They ain't asking for money. <laughs> so they're not in jail. So a couple of things worked out pretty well. Um, right, right. Anyway. So. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, I think, um, you know, giving children those skills from a very young age, I think really helps set them up for adulthood because mm-hmm. adulting is not easy. And, and I, and, you know, I think as you get older, you only experience more, um, sort of, I don't want to say setbacks, but life happens. You just don't, you, you don't know, you know, you deal with death, you deal with sickness, you deal with, um, you know, loss of jobs. It's just, there's just so many things that happen throughout your lifespan and there's no other way than, than to be able to be prepared for it other than just like (laughs) trying to help your children learn through resilience and and taking responsibility, um, for like their role and teaching them how to handle conflict. How to handle. Yeah, exactly. How to handle conflict when they're adults, you know, and they have a boss who's not their best friend, shall we say. <laughs> right. And, uh, and how do I deal with that? Do I run away? Do I figure out, is there uh, a new path that I can take that will make right. this? I had that with a job myself years yep. ago. Mm-hmm. And because I had a sales job, they always used to change your territory. As soon as things are going great, okay, let's change your territory. And, um, and I had a boss who I didn't get along with that well, truthfully. Right. And then mm-hmm. sure enough, it came around and moved to another territory. She was my boss again. So we had to figure out how to do better. Right. And that's what I think I, I do think, and I hear with people too about like doctors, if the, if the patient doesn't feel like they're being heard or they don't get along, they just put their coat on, that's it, they're walking out, they're firing the doctor. My sense is how can we then get make this relationship better? How do we improve it? And, and I think this, the same thing, like I said, when you're raising kids, you know, if they're, they're feeling resistant or angry or something. I mean, I always felt, I mean, you, you could talk with, about this because you're the expert, um, that a lot of times you can really talk to your children like they're human beings, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. <laughs> um, but as seriously, have an adult conversation with your expectations, their behavior, and then hear what they have to say. Right. No, it's true. I mean, I I do a lot of sort of like team, you know, family meetings, um, you know, even with, even with the, the, even in the younger years um, Mm -hmm. and just kind of like meeting together as a team to figure out like what those rules are, what those expectations are and Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, and as you get a little bit older, you know, them being able to voice their concerns, you know, like you said, and, and it's, you know, you're meeting each other, you know, it's a dual relationship. It's not just like the parent parenting the child. Like we, we have to take into consideration the child's feelings. Um, you know, if we want our children to respect us and be able to come to us when they're older, when they, when they are having difficulty, which is mm-hmm. inevitable, you know, especially as they get older and they go into junior high and high school and they're navigating, you know, friendships and boyfriend and girlfriends. And, you know, you want your children to be able to come to you. You want them to be able to trust you and feel safe. Um, yeah. and a lot you of that, that starts with mm-hmm. having those open conversations. 
Having that, and you know, you're not always going to agree. Move right. over, Lynn. I can't see you. You're in the dark. Here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, uh, as a parent, I mean, you, you can't be like buddy-buddy. There's no friends. Right. That's with their contemporaries. Um, and sometimes your choices, you know, as a parent are not going to be exactly um, what they um, hope that you will say. Right. But your role as a parent is to say, this is what I think. Um, but also, too, I, um, my take is, is that kids will show you if you're watching mm-hmm. what they're good at, what they really don't like or they feel like they're not that good at. And I always felt like, let me support your path. You know, right. both my kids have gone in their own directions. Um, and I didn't say you got to be this, 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 right. this. I want you to be, but, but, because what I want and what they want, I'm talking about career choices and so forth. As you know, they get older, you want to play soccer, you want to play the violin. What do you want to do? Um, and uh, I, I feel like giving them that responsibility, trusting that mm-hmm. they know that, right. like I said, oh my gosh, like my son wanted to play the drums. Okay. <laughs> right. He did. And, and he's a professional musician. But he, he knew my daughter doing what, what she does. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's a lot of parenting that you do that guides them and so forth, but right. also have to be taking into consideration um, their needs, their choices, their skills. Right. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you think was, or like part of your process and just being able to like recognize that as a parent, you know, was it just through your own experience or kind of just, was it that come natural to you? Cause I know for me, it's, you know, I think it just, it's just, it comes natural. Like it's just, I automatically just know that that's like what kids <laughs> need, but it's interesting when I hear from, you know, those families that, um, that are automatically sort of like have that mindset, which, you know, how they mm-hmm. got there. <laughs> well, it is, I, I just think it's, I, I don't think it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so skilled. This is like amazing. I got to teach everybody. Right. I, I think it's watching, observing, observing, observing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. listening to them just naturally, you know, that uh, when it times to get, when it's time to get ready for the game or the, the whatever, right. um, they're ready, they like it, they're going rather than, uh, and, and so um, it just, it just becomes apparent. I mean, it was a, um, oh gosh, a summer program, a theater program where we lived. Um, and my daughter just took to that, like loved it lo- from the beginning, loved it, loved it, loved it. My son loved it later on, but uh, you know, it was natural, but you know, right. it, she did a little, t- like I'm saying, you just, you really just watch. You just watch and listen and try to support them. Like I said, unless they're going to be jumping off the bridge, then you might have to be. <laughs> yes. um, but, but really, they do, they, they show you. And uh, it's, you know, like I said, yeah, you hope that you can round them out. Right. So that not only playing this or doing that, um, but also still supporting. This is my favorite thing. This right. is what I want to do. And and what I found with both my kids is if you allow that, support it, um, and it's, you know, something reasonable, like I said, they're not doing something super nutty, crazy. Right. Um, then, uh, and, and it has exactly worked out just that way. Whatever they liked when they were little, they still like today. All right. Yeah. So what yes. would you, what would you say, 
like what advice would you give for, for parents or even new parents that are kind of navigating, um, you know, the world from like early childhood? Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, do a lot of observing. Yep. Watch them, love mm-hmm. them, support them, but also, uh, in addition, give them responsibilities. Yeah. Um, at home. Mm-hmm. I, I was big on that. I mean, my kids were not like on the hands and knees scrubbing the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> they, they had, they did their own laundry as soon as they were able to, you know, they, the dishes, the dog, the, all, all that. Because right. I, I feel that we're all part of the group. That right. we all work together to yep. make the family work. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not complicated. Right. Um, and, um, you know, so just like I said, allow choices mm-hmm. and then expect them to be responsible for those choices, like, you know, and like whatever, homework and getting, you know, go home from school and like when they, uh, when they sign up for whatever it is they want to do, they are committed to that. That's their responsibility. They don't have to do it ever again, right. but that time is really, um, because other people are depending on. So, and I think relax, don't be <laughs> every minute, trust sure. yourself. Yes. Trust yourself. Trust. Yeah. If, it, if you hear it in here, it's right. Even if everybody else in the neighborhood is not doing that, if you think that it's that it's works for your kid, your family, mm-hmm. I think you really got to trust your kid. And you I just said that. you were spot on. I mean, who cares about what the other kids in the neighborhood are doing? And I think there's, I think today, and I don't know if it's just because of, you know, social media or there's just so much access or like overload that, yeah, I think we get so hung up on what other families are doing and we forget yeah. that like worry about what's going on in your own home and what yeah. works for you. And, right. and if you need that support, hire a professional. Don't, you know, don't try and figure out what other families are doing because your family is unique. That's true. And, and, it's, and it's good to talk to a professional, a uh, parenting coach or yeah, what, right. sure what titles are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because sometimes you have to check in. Yeah. Because everybody else is doing like X, Y, Z, and you're over at the ABC phase. Right. Um, and, and if you talk to somebody who's a professional, they might give you the heads up. You're doing the right thing or uh, maybe you want to modify it a little bit. Right. So um, there's, they're really, and, and another thing too, people sometimes are very reluctant to yeah. seek professional help, whether it's personal emotional support, whether it's support with their kids, whatever. I, I think it's, it's I really encourage that um, because that person is objective yeah. and not in the family or, you know, whatever. And they see it from a totally different vantage point. That's uh, true. And that, that is, and that is, is, is very favorable. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I think what you do is very worthwhile. And Thank I you. hope that people <laughs> seek your help. You know, like I said, if they're a little bit on the fence. Yes. Yeah. Right. right. But that being said, everybody makes mistakes as a parent. Of course. And you, and you do your best. You right. You do your best. And like I always say, I, I, I gave you my best. After yeah. that, <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> well, really. After that, yeah. I mean, you know, what what can you do? Um, so I'm hoping that um, you know that that parents out there, like I said, trust themselves to a level that they're comfortable with, and if they're not, right, to talk to somebody like you, Amanda. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, mm-hmm. um, where where can where can we find your book? 
um, the one that you just that is the one that out. I just bought. Yeah, as amazing as it is, it's on Amazon. How do you like? Yeah. It? Yay! It's on Amazon. You can put in my name, Rena S. Weiner. You can just put trust your doctor. That oh, it'll come up. And my previous book yep. also comes absolutely. Um, but but like I said, I just I hope to get the message across that you need to be involved, you need to participate, because that way you get the best care that's out there. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, so would that, would, would that be your word of advice for anyone that's sort of, you know, mm-hmm. struggling with something health-wise? Um, yeah, if you're not getting better, you know, to, with a problem. It doesn't have to be serious, like the big, right, big. Of course, yeah. It could be like, I don't know, I got this allergy, I can't, you know, my nose, is always, whatever. Um, yeah, my my takeaway from the book is one word, three letter word: ask. Mm. Ask to learn. Yep. Ask to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Ask for second opinion. Ask, you know, all the questions that you need. And really, the bottom line is: ask for what you need. That's my thought. Ask for what you need. Ask for what you need. And that I think is is crucial. Being able to communicate that to uh, to everybody. That's across, a, right. That's what I'm saying. That. Explore. Ask your kids. Ask yeah. your kids for what you need from them too. Right. Yeah. I agree. Thank I agree. You. Well, thank you so much. It was so it was a pleasure having you on the show today. I think we talked about some great things and, and I really hope that our viewers can really take away and being able to, you know, trust themselves and for both their health and just in general as as humans. And tell me, where can they find your um, your recordings. Yeah. Yes. So you can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and then it's also on the website, parentingwiththepunch.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. And, um, I don't think I've, I, I'm working on possibly being on, uh, Google play, I think is also a new one that will probably be coming out, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. We're on all the, all the platforms, social media, Instagram, Facebook. So, um, we'll, you know, we'll be everywhere and, and, and getting, getting seen, especially with this episode. So good, good, yeah. good. I wish you the best. Good advice. Very Thank good advice. you. <laughs> All right. We'll have a great day and we'll talk soon. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Yo, this ain't parents at to lunch. No. This is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Yeah. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.